Are you paying too much for your home and auto insurance? At Caleb Holloway State Farm, you're a one-quick-click call and quote away for some serious savings. Visit www.calebholloway.net or call 706-406-2111 for all of your home, auto, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, Caleb Holloway State Farm is there. Hey everybody, it's Rob from Cigar Store Idiots. Are you looking for something a little extra to get you through your day? Well, let me suggest Kill Cliff. Kill Cliff is a clean energy drink with a natural source of caffeine derived from green tea leaves. Whether it be the Kill Cliff for recovery, Ignite for that energy boost, or the CBD-infused Kill Cliff, they've got you covered. Go to CigarStoreIdiot.com, click on the Kill Cliff link, and use promo code CIGARIDIOTS for some awesome savings. Kill Cliff, clean energy, killer taste. Coming to you from downtown beautiful Broad Street in Rome, Georgia, beside Schroeder's Deli. The best sandwiches on uh, on the block. Uh, welcome to another episode of Cigar Store Idiots. I am Rob, and today I have with me two very special guests, some longtime friends. Uh, your name is? Anna Duke. And your name is? Brandon Moore. All right, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? What's happening? Oh, well, you know, just getting ready for the week. Yeah. Monday's my my own day. But, I gotcha. Because um, you need those. Yeah. Getting tortillas and things like that. <laughs> Talking to Ruben. Yeah. Getting <laughs> some things man. straightened out. Yeah. Brandon, what's up with you, man? Man, it's Monday, bro. Self-employed, you know. We don't have to report to nobody. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Why not good. do a podcast on Brawl Street? All right. Sure, it's a good idea. So it's a good idea. So what's been going on in the mooch? What's happening out there? Yeah. I see. I see. You got your your trench. You got a trench dug for to get your water supply out to your building. Yeah, well, yeah. you're doing a lot of your work now. Yeah, man. Uh, you got to have running water, and I'm tired of having a water hose around like a hundred feet across my yard. <laughs> it so, is. time to upgrade. Awesome. And it may be yeah. time to put a toilet in there. So. Yeah, I mean, you're <laughs> probably gonna be important. Yeah, for just sure. With yeah. my crew. Well, what we're gonna talk about today, I got you guys in here, and Brandon and I kind of batted this idea around, uh, and then Anna fits in so perfectly with what we're gonna talk about today. Um, we're talking about people that have took that leap of faith and started their own business. Um, and uh, Brandon, Brandon has done a couple of things. I've done a couple of things, and Anna just started actually uh, with her own business. Yes. Uh, and so uh, I just kind of want to get get everybody's take on it, and any anybody that's trying to think about opening up a business right now during. Uh, Hopefully it's the back end of a pandemic um, and uh, increased prices on on things and stuff like that. So we're going we're gonna to take a look, ask questions, and uh, and hopefully uh, we'll have something good uh, that, that can translate over to some folks that's trying to start some companies up. So, all right, I'm going to give you some stats, okay? And don't let these stats scare you. It's just <laughs> oh, numbers. The only time numbers scare me is my bank account. Right. That's the only time when I get scared. <laughs> if I ain't scared yet. I'm not There's no numbers scared, in my yeah. bank account, so I just, I'm not I just, scared. I just had to stroke a $22,000 check to ABC Supply this morning, and I cried all the way home from, <laughs> back from Cartersville. So, Okay. Starting up a business is a great idea. And, uh, and you know, 
kind of branching out on your own and getting into your own thing, being your own boss, it's cool. Uh, it's I believe it's a, almost every person in America's dream to do that. Probably worldwide, I'd say, because nobody really likes working for somebody. Uh, but there's there's a certain people, a certain group of people that uh, that uh, if, if the water's two inches deep or the water's two you know twenty feet deep. Uh, we'll take that head first plunge. Uh, we get we get that fire in our, our belly and, and want to move forward with some stuff. And uh, and we we just movers and shakers and make things happen. So um, 21.5% of all businesses fail in the first year. Okay. In that second year, you're looking at about 30% will fail. And in your fifth year, you're looking at half, like 50% businesses fail. In that 10th year, you're 70% uh, fail. Okay. You're kind of set up with a deck stacked against you. I mean, you you pretty much are you're behind the eight ball in the beginning, you know. And so, what that says to me, and I'll get your input on it and you as well, because you're because Anna just started her brand new business, and your yeah, business thank, is thank you <laughs> so much for those stats, Rob. I'm like my heart just like sunk sunk you, down into my could stomach. You I'm just take all the sharp objects away from Anna. <laughs> that, I'm like just gonna take these headphones off and walk out the door and just go take a nap. Look, the mic, the mic cord goes to the mic. Please get that out from around your neck right now. Uh, but I just kind of want to get your input on it. And I, and I will tell you, uh, what this says to me is when you start a business, you can't slow down, you can't lay down on it, yeah. and you have to stay diligent, and you got to work it. It's like, you know, it's like watering a garden, you know. You, you get the, you, you'll see the sprouts start growing, Whatever you're growing. It's an ecosystem. Um, if you don't feed it, it dies. Oh. And your business is the same way. Mm-hmm. So whatever you go into business, uh, you can be super successful. Like, and, I, and, I, and I've got so many little bee stories we're going to get into, and Brandon mm-hmm. does as well. But uh, if you don't take care of it, if you don't feed it, it dies. Mm-hmm. So um, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Um, like, first of all, like, let's start out with this. I don't know everything. <laughs> And sure. I say, like, I know, I know more than some and, you know, less than a lot, you know, so, but I think it's important and like cool to have these conversations like amongst, you know, like-minded people, because sure. that's, that's like, I think one of the biz, like biggest things like for small businesses is getting away from like people that ain't doing what you're striving to do, mm-hmm. you know, matching that energy yeah. level with the people, you know, you don't want to be the richest person in the room. I want to be the poorest in that room or in that or in that room absolutely yeah whether it's knowledge or money i don't really care you know somebody's way smarter than me i want to talk to them sure Mm -hmm. you know and so but those stats don't surprise me the one thing i want to tell you though anna is it it, some of the things that i'm going to tell you is going to help you because Mm -hmm. i I, i've been in business for myself for for a little while now and i actually when i was researching this some of the stuff that i read i was like "Mm, that makes sense Mm -hmm. i've uh not paid attention or i kind of dropped the ball on certain things so i promise you this will be good for you okay okay and if it's not, you. you have a place to come make tacos. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, so, like I said, you know, we're looking at only 78% of businesses survive in the first year. A uh, common reason is uh, your market doesn't support uh, your products or your services. Okay. So, you have, mm-hmm. a, t- you have a taco truck. Yeah. Almost tacos. Who the fuck doesn't like to eat tacos? I mean, I'm going to tell you what. They're trending hard. Yeah. I, I, th- I cannot believe we can't keep up talk already. About, talk about your first day. <laughs> my first it. day, I, I wrote uh, my sister afterwards and was just like, I've, I'm burnt. I'm, my finger's gone. I <laughs> felt like I work in stilettos for eight hours. I was wore out. Um, we could not keep up with the support that we had. It was so 
awesome. Yeah. It was so awesome. And that's you know, primarily due to Facebook, really, and just word of mouth, just yeah. the buzz through our community. community. Um, and it's just gotten better and better. And um, we're set up, you know, right in a prime time spot in Rome. Uh, it's a great location. Yeah, they they let us stay there. And tell um, us your location. It's seventeen oh nine Martha Berry Highway, okay. unless uh, otherwise noted on Facebook um, the night before. Usually, because we have a lot of private events or people asking us to already move and go other places. Yeah. To, you know, be closer to them. Um, but uh, the first day, I mean, we had no idea. Literally, no idea. I got um, a master's in accounting from Shorter. I've been in sales for 12 years. I lived in Austin, you know, the past 11 years. I've been in, back in Georgia and Rome uh, less than two years. And so I I was not, this is a dream of mine for mm-hmm. years and years and years, but it was a dream. It was a thought, just like everybody else sitting on the couch thinking, you know, hey, I want to do that, yeah. you know, and I have so many people come by like, this is so cool. I'm like, you don't even understand how hard this shit is. Yeah. Like, it was like... But anyways, I had no idea what I was doing, and just day by day, you know, tomorrow, or Saturday was a week, tomorrow will be the second, start of the second week, and um, I'm learning so much every single day, just systems, how it works, I mean, this thing's 8 by 16, it's tiny, Yeah. so I gotta, you know, know how to work this, you know, the the, well, the flow. To maximize yeah. your space. Oh. Exactly, yeah. just learning that, getting help, and all those kind of things, so. First day was awesome. Second day was awesome. Third, fourth. We're only on the seventh day now. So tell them about the morning I came to get my taco out. <laughs> well, the morning Brandon came. It was awesome. He sat there. Did you eat no, your taco? Tell, me about, tell them about before when I came. Right, what happened right before? You remember? Nah. <laughs> it wasn't the day the health inspector came, was it? Uh, that... <laughs> no, it was, y'all blew yourselves up. Oh yeah, that's happened. <laughs> Not never mind. You, just burning myself on the oven or cutting my you know finger with a knife. I've actually blown myself. Travis has blown himself up twice now. That oh was my, my first blow up. Oh my god! <laughs> you know we're working with. I can see how like so you know it's a, the a chef world like it's a male dominated world which mm-hmm. makes no sense to me because you know it's like women in the kitchen kind of thing you know yeah. the dumbest thing, but. Everyone's like it's sexy, it's it's rough and tough, and I'm like, you're just cooking. Shut up! No, you are working with knives and fire and propane, and you know there's explosions and you, stuff. You, so yeah, you're, you're you're basically making tacos in a in a giant bomb <laughs> if things don't work out right. It is so to thank God we have screens on each side and in the front because it's we keep funny. those screens open, so we try not to blow ourselves right. up. But that that particular day, yes, we did blow oh ourselves up. Oh my God. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Huge plug. The taco was awesome. And the green sauce off the chain. Thank you so much. Yeah. That green sauce. And y'all make your sauces. Oh, yeah. As well we make too, those so. sauces. Yeah, yeah. That green sauce is made with love and all the things. So, That's right. yeah, I'm glad you like it. If you take a look, uh, we'll take a look at two. Um, another reason 29% of all. Uh, uh, new businesses run out of cash. I mean, and that's a real thing. And I, yeah. and I can, and I can equate to that in a business I'd have when I owned a gym, uh, you can run out of cash uh, and it happens. Wow. I'll get into that a little bit more. <clears throat> uh, before COVID, uh, the rate had declined by 30% since 1970. So 30% of those businesses that closed actually stayed open. So we were on a decline by 30%, which was great. That was a pre COVID number though. Um, Again, you know, thirty, you know, you got twenty nine percent just run out of cash. Uh, restaurants seem destined to fail from the begin from the beginning. Uh, they predict that ninety percent of all restaurants fail. Uh, but actually, they take a look at the numbers. Uh, that's a big scary number. Um, 
83% actually hit the four and a half year mark before things go into decline. Um, some uh, some of the issues that cause that uh, you got uh, management issues. Okay, and this is all businesses, not just restaurant business. Um, you got management issues. Um, the business that you want to start up and get into, uh, which seems to be the strongest one, is a uh, social assistance and healthcare. Uh, they're the top. They're on the top of the heap. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's because you always got people getting sick and people are dying. There's two things that are never going to stop happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, 23% of businesses fail, uh, because you have, you do not have a good support team or good employees. And I can, I can vouch for that. I've seen that happen with myself, uh, in the businesses that I've had. Um, uh, which comes to the next thing. 62% of all entrepreneurs choose not to have employees. Yeah. I, can I see that. If I didn't have to have an employee, man, I'm, my, my life is easy. Maybe I'm a poor manager. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe people are just lazy as shit. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, 14% businesses failed due to poor marketing skills. And that's one thing, you know, I, my dad, my dad was a diesel mechanic. Uh, he had his own business forever and he never, ever, ever like advertised just what he did word of mouth. He was, he was a great mechanic and he was fair. He didn't know he charged people fairly. And uh, he did what uh, he said he was going to do. Never advertised. I don't know how he would make it in this industry now. You don't know how he would make it without advertising. Thirteen um, percent. If you have business owner with a partner, usually that disagreement with a partner will close your doors. Uh, that's just that's just the facts. People don't get along. They start questioning where money's going, or somebody's got more power than the other. Um, and then and then typically when those businesses split off, those will split off. Somebody will start a business. Another guy has another business. Both of those businesses will tend uh, the one. The split saw tends to fail more than the one that's still stable. Um, pricing issues is another thing. Um, if you're not competitive uh, with your other companies, uh, then you, that'll put you out of business. Uh, unsuccessful geographical expansion. So if you're moving your business to another area to grow, if you go in a bad area, that'll put you in the red real quick. Um, fail here, 17 point. Uh, 17.58%, which I believe this failure to balance family and work. It causes mm-hmm. a burnout. It causes a strife in the home and it causes a burnout to the, to the business owner. And they typically, the business will fail along with the marriage, which is sad. And then last, last little thing I'm going to give you. Um, what does that say? My handwriting's so bad. I can't even read. <laughs> I mean, they've uh, all been great yeah, so yeah, far. Yeah, like, nailed not, it up to here. What other 19... nugget of joy are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'm not even going to read uh, that one. Yeah. That was it. So, uh, so basically, what what we're seeing here is uh, if you have poor management, if you run out of money, can't balance your time wisely, you try to expand too soon. You expand to the wrong location, uh, and if you don't have a good support team, so yeah. basically, if so you have a, a death small sin. business, it's a death sentence. <laughs> right. yeah. right. okay. So we're clear. <laughs> so let's get to the positive parts of some of this, uh, okay. which uh, which we're making a podcast on Monday morning. Yeah, exactly. So Brandon, what what struggles did you see as I went through that list? What struggles did you see when you had and talk talk to me about what you're doing right now too? Let let everybody right. know what's going on with you. All right. Yeah. So um, uh, when I was an IT nerd uh, and built my career based on uh, experience over education. I've got like 15 years in the field. COVID hit. Um, 
you know, I got laid off. And basically, due to COVID and the overload of uh, employees out there, you know, IT people, when people are now working from home and everything, you know what I mean? Like, the market's flooded. So, basically, my market value was cut in half. Mm -hmm. No way I survive on that. So, uh, like, I'm a shot shooter, you know. Um, I built a studio because I, I did a song, Bob Sparks or whatever, went in Rome. So, I built that, and that really fueled the fire of, like, small business. Like, that's really what I love to do, right? Like, I don't really care what I'm doing as long as it's a small business. I've been, like, building some websites, doing some uh, consulting and stuff like that. And then in, in, uh, in the fall, I had a couple of buddies hit me up um, and wanted me to mount their deer. So, uh, now I'm, like, taxidermist. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, that's something I learned to do, man, 15 years ago. Did it for about five years back then. Um, and a lot of those, uh, and I've done a lot of things, you know, I did, uh, I got into the hydrographics bit. Um, one time I had a really successful business doing that. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. I you want know, one of those. Yeah. The market got flooded, you know, the market got flooded right. and, and uh, the people that were, you know, the person, it was only me around here doing it, you know, professionally, you know, on that level. And, uh, you know, I was getting undercut, so I decided I'd go broke sitting at the house, not working. You know, I ain't going to go broke working. I promise. I'm, right. not, I'm yeah. tired of that. So, anyways, to taxidermy, uh, just saw an opportunity and, and took it and ran with it. And, like, four months in, I'm sitting on about 20 for the year for myself and just got 20 more in. So That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at never mm -hmm. going to work for anybody again. You know, I'm yeah. looking right in the yeah. face right now. So, I mean, that's exciting. That's that's the whole goal. I mean, I think we all come from backgrounds to where we we worked in corporate America. We worked for uh, you know I worked in I worked at SunTrust. I was a big regional oh, yeah. bank. Um, I, I actually worked for Allstate, uh, which was a big big you know a huge insurance company. Um, so I didn't play well in corporate America, just because if somebody does something crazy, I didn't care if it was a upper management or it was my direct manager or it was somebody that was the same as me or, or below me in a position. If you done something stupid, I'd call your ass out on it. And so I wasn't, I wouldn't conform, I guess, yeah. to, uh, to being yes man or being ass kisser or do whatever I had to do to, to grow my position. Um, and so corporate America was not for me. I mean, I always try to do the right thing by everybody every single time. And I couldn't understand if you couldn't treat, um, if you, if you couldn't do those same things then I felt like you shouldn't be in management and I would, I would, I would slam their hands in the car door every chance I got yeah. when they do something wrong. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I knew, uh, much, much like my dad, he'd been his own business. Uh, he'd run his own business, been his own boss for years. And I, I kind of felt like I, I, I probably should follow in those footsteps. Uh, I wasn't. Uh, mechanically, I'm mechanically challenged, if you will. So if you see me with a hammer in my hand, somebody's life's in danger. I'm not going to work on anything. So, uh, but I can fix a sandwich. Uh, that was the only thing I could fix. But um, I, I've been in the gym business and uh, the fitness industry for a while. And I started, you know, inquiring about uh, buying a, uh, there was a health club in town for sale. And so um, I, I chose to, to take that route. I was going to start my own business and I was going to, I was going to buy this gym. I was going to be a gym owner. And I had doc, I had, let me tell you, I researched, man, I worked for a gym. So I knew kind of about where I needed to be. Um, uh, I actually tried to buy that facility first. Uh, it was a, it was a big, one of the big gyms in town. And we, we were trying to figure out to get to a fair number where I could buy that gym as a rack. And we couldn't, we couldn't get together on it. Because uh, where the building was, the rent was going to increase. Uh, I think she was paying like eight grand a month for rent. And I was like, mm, you know, I'm seeing what's going on. And 
and that gym was booming. It was a success. It was huge. Mm-hmm. But I knew I could take that same business model and take it to this other gym and and implement which which they didn't offer any of the things that we offered at the rack other than just heavy weights. So I was going to implement that business plan, that business model into this smaller gym, into a community that really needed it. And I, and I was like, well, this is a no brainer. You know, I'll be working with a high school training kids. Um, we'll have, um, we'll have, uh, classes and things like that. You know, we're going to, we're going to offer something for the whole community. There'll be no need for everybody in that community to drive into town. You know, when they get off work, they can just come here. It's close. It's at home. So I had everything documented, everything ready to roll. And, uh, I, I had the best business plan in the whole wide world. And, and you had to have a good business plan if you're going to get money from a bank to invest in a gym because they will not, they, they typically don't do that. And I used a small town bank, a hometown bank, not small town, but hometown. And so we did the deal. And so I had everything taken care of. I had a big pot of cash, you know, waiting to, you know, get us through those slim months. Brandon knows this story. I told him, I'm going to tell you the, the the Disney version of this story, <laughs> just because there may be legal ramifications if I don't. But uh, but uh, I, I had everything documented. Like I was I was set, had money set aside. I was I was ready to roll. We was excited. So I bought this gym from a friend of mine for twenty years. He's twenty year twenty year friend of mine. You know, known him for twenty years. Hung out together, drink beer together, done done a lot of silly stuff together. And. I make the deal and I go down to meet the people that own the building. Hey, I'm Rob. I just bought such and such gym up here. Uh, I just wanted to introduce myself to you and find out who I need to send my rent, you know, my rent check to. Now I had, I was prepared, buddy. I had to, I was prepared, prepared for everything. And they're like, you did what? And I was like, I bought this gym up here and I'm in, Hey, it's me. It's my business card. You know, I'm the new tenant. Nice to meet you. They're like, no, 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 no. Uh, we uh, we were about to throw that person out of here. We were about to, th- we we're closing that down. You know, we didn't want that in our our shopping center anymore. What do you mean you bought it? And I was like, what do you mean you don't want me here? I just <laughs> guess, this guy thirty eight thousand dollar check. No way. Yeah. So I didn't know that. I wasn't told that. And so I'm I'm freaking the fuck out. Because I've just spent this money, made this deal, which I, it was my fault. I didn't go down there and talk to these people that own this, this, this shopping center. So that was on me. So, uh, we, uh, we go back and forth and I'm tore up, dude. I'm really tore up. And so I walk back in there and I'm like, uh, somebody's like, we're glad you bought this place. When are you going to fix the treadmills? And I was like, <laughs> what do you mean fix the treadmills? The treadmills work. And he's like, no, they don't. So four treadmills, uh, and I was like, are you kidding me? They don't work. And he was like, no, they don't work. Did they tell you they worked? And they started laughing at me. And I was like, motherfucker, they, <laughs> they don't work. They really don't work. So I, I call the dude to buy the gym from my lifelong, you know, 20 year friend. And I'm like, Hey buddy, these, these treadmills don't work. And I've got, uh, I've got, uh, people upset about it cause they don't work. It's all, oh, no, they work. You just have to cut them off, cut them back on. And then you mash this button, hold this button down for three seconds. And I, <laughs> And I was like, that don't, that don't, that doesn't mean it works. That doesn't, it doesn't work. So anyways, I'm going to try to fast forward this because we got a lot to talk about. So, uh, my nest egg to get us through the whole time, uh, in the fall, because you don't, you don't buy a gym in the fall. You're a moron if you do that. Right. I, I bought a gym in the fall because the, the fair comes to town and people won't pay their bills or pay their rent and they make their kids eat bologna 
like for two weeks just so they can take them to the fair. I mean, it's just oh the way it is up here God. in Northwest Georgia. That's the way it is. Yeah. So we bought this gym during the time where we, you know, we got November, December. I was like, it's okay. We get it the first of the year. We're going to, we're going to blow it out, you know, blow the lid off this thing. So, uh, my nest egg I had, I had to spend, uh, 80% of it to get four new motherboards and four new belts on these treadmills. I had to get them replaced, replaced. So, and there goes my, my, my money that, I mean, again, I was prepared to start this business. Oh, yeah. And so that happened. And then we ended up moving the facility down into the other part. Uh, you know, we supposed to have more traffic there because there was a kid's facility in there. Uh, the kid's facility closed down two days a week. So we had no more traffic. Uh, my power bill just kept jumping through the roof. Um, we had, uh, dude, it was just a nightmare, but these was the things that I couldn't prepare for. And I had an idea what the power bill was. Okay. Well, every month my power bill kept increasing like tremendously. And then, and then the whole time too, I had my paperwork worked out to where my rent would increase. I mean, we were doing boot camps. We were successful with the boot camps. We were making money. We were making money. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were packed out. We yeah. were selling. I mean, the business model was fucking perfect. Uh, except for all the underhanded shit that I didn't, I didn't know about and I didn't prepare, did not prepare for. Um, uh, when I left, I found out that, uh, the reason my power bill was was going up so much is because the people that own the facility had tied in the kids' facility into my into my meter, and so I'm paying for those two and three days that they're open to run these giant inflatables and you know oh. have the light air conditioner on in this huge warehouse type environment that was just not holding any air or any heat, uh, and so those things happen. I had a gentleman that was a trainer that uh, that I had to had to cut his. Uh, stuff off because he couldn't provide me his personal training stuff. Uh, and then he came back and took a piece of equipment that was mine. And then we, he, he got incarcerated for that. Uh, and then he found an attorney to turn around and counter sue me for a hundred thousand oh, cool. dollars, uh, which my attorney's like, well, you got to pay out of pocket, uh, to me. Uh, we're going to settle this out of K out of court. Uh, it was a whole big ordeal. Um, I really want to tell the other part of it right now. Man, man. I know, man. Like I, I know, want, man. I can see it in your eyes. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, there was a little, there was a little plan devised that, uh, that I heard that, that he and the previous business owner had, uh, they, they had set oh this my. thing up against me. So you'd been, we'll had. Just call it, yeah. it was a nice kerfuffle <laughs> and I'll, and I'll, but, but my, but, the, but of course I got out of the gym business. I actually, Another guy had came in and bought the gym out, and so I was I was gone. It was out of it. So, and I never wanted to do it ever again. But what and all that saying all that was I was prepared, dude. I was totally prepared. I had all my shit together. And and but there's these these underlying things that you can never prepare for that's going to happen. Yep. Uh. So oh, yeah. so it takes a mentally strong person to be able to run a small business. Yeah. And when you get what is it when when things don't work out your way uh you just got to keep pushing you got to push through it so there'll be those hard sticking points to where you just want to say you know you want to <laughs> just give up throw your hands up but yeah. but that's not who you are or you want to start the business in the first place yeah so. it's not a failure it's like a learning experience. it's a oh, it, it yeah. is every yeah. day every single one of them yeah all of them everything that you do is like project management yeah. you know if you look at it from that experience you know from that perspective it's like anything you do you know yeah. look at it you know how did you what did you do did it work if it didn't work why not and then, you know, you just adjust and move on to the next thing. Right. You know, I think there's, I think there's a couple of different kinds of like entrepreneurs. You know, I think there's somebody that has something that they just love to do. Right. And that's just what they do. Mm -hmm. And they're going to do that no matter what, you know, and then there's people that they don't really care. Like, I don't really care. I, you know, I just want to be in business for myself. I just mm -hmm. don't want to go, 
you know, I don't answer to anybody. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to go through somebody like in the help desk, you know, it's like, oh, you didn't do your tickets. I'm like, man, my whole place over there loves me. You know, like, well, yeah. you didn't do your tickets. I'm like, I don't want to do fucking tickets, man. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's how, like, they measure metrics and value. And you're like, basically, your value. Your number. I mean, I was you know in sales. I mean? Absolutely. That's yeah. just if you weren't hitting numbers. And I mean, I, my personality got me into sales. I'm a, I was a lazy salesperson. I was outside sales. I worked for a company in Austin. I, I worked for a company that was in Tennessee. Nobody saw me ever. Let's just be honest about how much work you're going to do. Sure. When you're, holding you when someone's giving you a salary and you don't really have to do too much. Yeah. I just, a few meetings every week and just call it a day. So it, I, I found it's so hilarious now because I'm, I'm doing my dream. This is something I wanted for years and years. And I've literally never, I've worked, I'm working so hard. Yeah. I'm working so oh, hard oh for my it. God. And things like, uh, the trailer brakes lock up and you're going down the road smoking and don't oh even know it. God. And you know, the, your day before the health department inspection and the compressor on one of the refrigerators go out and the whole inspection is based on the temps of the fridges. Yeah. And you're oh like, my cool, God. can't do that today. And oh, what the generator goes out and it's just like, it's I been, was, I, yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just it. Like, you cannot be prepared for everything that happens. There's you a just failure yeah. rate in yeah. everything you do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything. And you got to be all right with it. You got to yeah. find peace yeah. with it. Like, you yeah. just got to be like, all right, <laughs> you know, next, whatever. You know, I think, you know, a lot of those uh, stats you gave and why businesses fail, I mean, a lot of that stuff is why the stuff I did in the beginning didn't work. You mm-hmm. know, like, I got. So I was like part of the first generation of like kids having kids, right? So mm-hmm. I had a kid like 19, yeah. right? And that's a huge, like, man, I don't understand like why kids these days like don't understand how big of a thing that is. Like yeah. that affects the trajectory of the rest of your, your whole life. life on this earth. Yeah. That does. You so, got another little person you have to, yeah, right, that, you know, and huge. he's in Texas. So it's like, you know, I'm trying to go back and forth as much as I can, but really, you mm-hmm. know, it's just kind of like a child support thing. So like since I was 19, I was like, it was 770 something dollars a month. Mm-hmm. you know yeah period you know when i wasn't working it didn't, you know and it didn't get paid it was backed up with interest and stuff you know but that was a hindrance on me yeah so i had to go work for these corporations to keep that yeah. stuff paid you know like it was a necessity this is my last year <laughs> like well, i'm yeah. glad to be done i cannot, you know? <laughs> I cannot like, believe that though he's that old yeah, yeah unbelievable yeah, man, so grown. cool but like you know those 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 things those interpersonal things like not enough cash, losing locations. You know, like I, when I had tax term before, I never had a stable place to do it. I was renting, trying to pay bills, raise a family, do all this stuff, and, you know, just shooting these shots on the side. And then basically you either get so big, if you're good at what you do, you either get so big that you have to quit, right? Yeah. Or and jump. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. stop. Yeah. Or, you know, because you won't ever be able to dial it back once you get a reputation. No, you can't. Uh-huh. You're just going to keep getting busier and busier and busier and busier. Yeah. And then you start losing that work. Uh, that work-life balance yeah right so all that stuff starts to tear into that point like every time i've got it to that point you know like my little hydrographic page it still has almost four thousand followers yeah you know once i got to that point mm-hmm. like i got divorced and that's what killed it mm-hmm. you know i boom didn't have a place didn't have all this stuff I had to you know the tumble that is you know recovering from a divorce or whatever yeah but now like i'm settled down like the next opportunity came along with saxon you know so you know, I think a lot of that stuff makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I know when you're talking about when you when you reach a certain point, you know, it's, you're going to plateau, but you can't ever go back. But then there's part of you that wants to grow. Um, you know, and I, my company that I have now, I have uh, I own Three Rivers Roofing, and we, uh, we work all over northwest Georgia. And so I have a very competitive spirit in me, and I want to be um, – if I did this when I was younger, I would be more hungry with it. Uh, but 
the older older me now, I take a look at it, and I, and I have a big competitor in town. Um, and they got a fleet of trucks, and they have all these employees, and I'm like, you know, and everywhere you go, you see their trucks driving around, and you're like, fuck, that'd be cool. You know, that'd be cool. But then I, the older me sits back and thinks about, do I want to pay insurance on all those trucks? Do I want to be responsible for all these people that's in my office is working that when it, we fucking get a rain for a whole month and nobody's working, mm-hmm. but we still got to pay these people and take care of them. Do I want that headache, you know, uh, or not even headache. I mean, do I want that responsibility slash headache? Do I want that's that? A headache. So, yeah. uh, and then you've got tons of employees and I've tried, I've tried to hire guys to do sales for me. And, uh, you know, it just, everybody's mentality is a lot different. I ended up working, uh, We've done, I've done best when it's just been me and Tyler, you know, Tyler's like, he's amazing at what he does. And he's young, he's 19 years old, but he's really fucking good at at going and and doing the adjuster meets and things like that. And so, but I try to hire 30 year old guys to do the same thing that Mm -hmm. Tyler does. And dude, it's like, I don't know if they, they don't respect him because he's young. Uh Like they don't want to learn from kid that's 13 years old. I'm I'm sorry, 19 years old. (laughs) Uh, There's a 13 years age difference, you know, or whatever. Um, but, uh, and you know, and I talked to Brittany about it too. And I, and, and I, she sees when I, when I, I let things get to me or I get kind of, kind of wound up about stuff. Uh, cause I, cause I am competitive. I've always been, been competitive. Uh, I wanted to be the best, but she's like, you just need to water the grass in your own backyard and quit trying to worry about what everybody mm-hmm. else is that is so uh, important and uh and it made sense to me and 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 i don't and i really don't truly don't uh i could i guarantee you i could i guarantee you i could i could have a fleet of trucks with my name on the side of it and we could do things but i just don't think i want that i, I know i don't want that i know in my heart i don't want it well the trick would be to uh build a roofing company sell it keep a percentage forever yeah and then retire yeah. you know that's i would love the, that's to do the that trick, you know i think I, I you got it and you got to find that strategy i think you know when you're yeah. when you're setting up and moving you know what do you really want to do yeah. we're we're on the verge of storm season and actually we're looking at this week as uh we got a big big shot at some some good hail you know really do uh and i mean it's not even looking for an exit strategy out but it's always back there in my in the back of my mind you know it's mm-hmm. like i can we can go out and we can man if be glad I don't work every day. That's yeah. all I got to say. Yeah. Be glad I'm not hungry and work every day. Yeah. Uh, because if I did, I wouldn't leave a whole lot for everybody else. Yeah. Let me just say that. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you got to find what you're comfortable with. Yeah. You know, you got to yeah. find that, that groove that you like. And that's the, that's the trick to it. You know, like with, uh, when the tax army thing hit, I had, <laughs> I got the phone call at first of November, you know, first of November and I was nothing. You know, I was getting like $300 a week unemployment. Like, I didn't know what I was going to do, man. I had no yeah. idea. I got a kid, but I got custody of, got a house that I'm buying. I mean, you know, I don't know what the hell I was going to do. Yeah. And so it's scary. Are, yeah. You know I mean? Oh I'm just my like, God, yeah. like, I'm just looking, you know, I'm like, I got like a year to buy this house. And I mean, I was making the money, had the credit, did everything I was supposed to do, was ready, finished the bathroom. Like, like literally seven days later, I got laid off, like business clothes. You know, so I'm just hustling. Just what am I doing? Building websites, making some money. All right, cool. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's next? What's going to shake? Tax me. So ordered my stuff, built a website. And that's what kind of like built my reputation before I even got started was I like invested in my like IT and business side of this thing. I think that's where a lot of people fail. Entrepreneurs, they want to do something, right? Mm-hmm. They, they carve Indian heads or whatever it is. Yeah. And they're really damn good at it, right? They're the best Indian head carver in the world but they can't manage the customers. They yeah. can't manage the business. And so they get to a point and then typically what happens is people get backed up and 
people get mad and they it turns into a, yeah. it's not a passion it turns into a job for them and when you turn it when you turn it into a job you resent it mm-hmm. you don't want it another thing kind of go about when you were talking about how you got you you were experiencing all these things Anna, and you you guys were starting uh and it's busy one thing you'll always know you'll you'll hear this is when you own your own business these people think that you're fucking raking it in that you're they making do. a killing. they're like yeah. you got a food truck and i yeah. mean let me tell you there's some money in tacos yeah. i'm finding out <laughs> but uh yeah and no when you do it the right way yeah, yeah you're not cutting corners you do it the right yeah. way there's that, supposed to be that's yeah. A, yeah. Right. yeah there's supposed to be yeah. money in yeah. yeah but, but it is, it is but people don't really realize is that that business uh that that business owns you you don't really own it's that business unbelievable how i mean i'm a week you know i've had this this trailer since um I don't know, November, October, November, you know, just every little thing we've had to do, permits, you know, paint it, all the things to get it ready. But it's unbelievable how people do perceive you as having money because you've got your own thing. And yeah. it's just like we're going lower and lower yeah, and lower. Yeah. You know, it's not there, you know. But but but, but y'all have a y'all have a great location. And then what y'all are doing is really good. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I think, man, the longer you guys are out there. And then you get start getting these catering gigs. Yeah. Like, actually, I want to yeah. talk to you about that too before you get out of here. Okay. Because um, I have a proposition for you. Awesome. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of manufacturers who are already like hitting me up as I was walking in, um, wanting us to set up it. You know, for their lunches, they don't have. They've got like what you know, a thousand people yeah. on lines every day, three or four hundred at a time. That like you know they need food and they don't have kitchens. They don't have. They only got thirty minutes. Things like that. So. Um, I was nervous to start there. I thought that's where I was going to start, but I was nervous to start there because, you know, I, I, how can I deal with 50 people in a line at a time, you know, but, um, I, I had that anyway, yeah, so yeah. I might as well be going to feed, you know, sure. inland and uh, yeah. Mohawk and all those. Well, here's the, here's the yeah. thing I look at for you. I mean, what's, what's going to maybe transpire out of that is you're going to be able to get a, a second food truck. Yeah. And that's, and a, have, that's yeah, the plan. Dude, I mean, that's, that's the way you're, I'm telling you where it. it is though. And is I'm going to have a fleet of trucks. I'm about y'all. y'all you just <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, mark, talk about this mark the, <laughs> mark the words, but I, I, where, where it's at is the trailers because I can't have a truck sitting there in the shop for, you know, I, I didn't ever want a trailer. I always wanted a truck. It was mm-hmm. just the, the vision of it. Sure. But, um, the trailer is where it's at. I can, easily replace the truck i can borrow one from my dad or whatever get get us there and get us working and then go work on the truck if something happens if our food truck the whole truck's down then so a fleet of trailers is what we're going to have but definitely have have more i've already been you know that's a goal yeah see and the the first goal was i don't care if i make 40 grand i'm just this is what i want and i'm happy Mm -hmm. um even though i'm working harder than i've ever worked but now I'm like, but you, no, it's but happening. But you can appreciate it more because you're making it. You're doing it for yourself. It's unbelievable. You're not yeah. making somebody else a whole bunch of money, and then they're, oh they're just throwing gosh. you some change yeah. for thanks a lot. Pat on the back. I used to yeah. tell the funniest thing. Like, um, I was at a job when I worked at SunTrust. Okay, big, huge SunTrust. I used to think it was the most comical shit ever at Christmas time or Thanksgiving. We would get an email from who was the president then it was Jim Wells. We'd get an email that said. Happy holidays from Jim Well. I'm like, oh, can we get a fucking turkey or a ham or something? something? Raise bonus. I'm talking about. I mean, can we get anything? You like, know what? The holidays would be happy if you put a grand in my bank. Dude, I was <laughs> I was notorious at SunTrust though, and I, I was probably like the not the model employee there um, because I mean I just did not get along with my my manager, my branch my branch manager, and my assistant manager 
we did not like each other. They're not my favorite people. But uh, I remember, uh, here's one thing I did that probably made them <laughs> Rob happen. just sees a bridge and just lies. Oh, up. dude, yeah, yeah. I'm bring, I'm like, this motherfucker's about to get burned down. Y'all bring the marshmallows and the wings. <laughs> but I did. I'll give you a story. I'll give we, you a good one. We had, uh, there, was, there was a certain email, a direct email that you would send, uh, and it went to every email at SunTrust. I don't know how people would end up accidentally getting these, you know. So I'm sitting at my desk. And uh, I'm sitting there, and a new hire emails to get a phone number for someone. Okay. They accidentally have this same mass email. They accidentally have it, and they send this email out for this person's phone number. And so if you've been working there a while, you know somebody accidentally did that. Don't try to be somebody's fucking boss and slap them on the hand and get on to them and make them feel bad. Yeah. You need you need to take a look and see where you're sending that email. Yeah. You sent it to the whole company. And then like, I'm like, okay, somebody got on to him. It's cool. Two seconds later, my shit pops up. Somebody really needs to teach you where to send your emails to. Blah, 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 blah. And they're replying all They're to. replying all to. Right. So they're all going to the whole fucking SunTrust is getting this email. Yeah. Everybody that worked at SunTrust. If you didn't know me, it's me. But, uh. After a little while, this keeps going on, and I'm like, and then people's like, stop replying, but they're replying. Yeah. Like, stop replying. <laughs> so then I just like call caps. I'm like, Marco, <laughs> and then somebody's like, Polo, 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 and then it's like, fish out of water. Oh, so yeah. we're all laughing. I'm like, yeah, fuck y'all, whatever. It's funny. <laughs> Leave this person alone. They made a mistake. Leave them alone. Yeah. My phone rings, and I pick it up. I'm like, thank you for calling Centrust Bank. This is Rob. How can I help you? And he's like. <laughs> What does Marco mean? This is so-and-so, so-and-so territorial branch manager from uh, Virginia. I'm like, <laughs> you did you read them all? Do you know what it means? It's Marco Polo. I mean, obviously, <laughs> trying to make light of this person that's getting destroyed on their first day at work, feeling bad about themselves because they accidentally sent the wrong email out. Well, it's very unprofessional, I want you to know. And I said, well, thanks for calling and telling me. And here's my manager's name. You can call and tell her, too. Are you we done here? Yeah. And so I fucking hung up. <laughs> but fucking two seconds later, my phone rings again. I'm like, son of a bitch. So I pick it up. It's my branch manager. She's like, do not email another thing on that thread. And I was like, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm just like, <laughs> but dude, I got the point. So, so that goes on and I get sent to some other training up in Chattanooga. We're up there and we had to stand up and tell our, you know, I mean, there was, it's, it's a new system that we're coming out with or it might've been for all training. I don't know. So everybody's sitting there and then we had to stand up and tell our name. And I was like, hey, my name's Rob. I'm from, uh, you know, whatever territory, district, whatever. And it's like the Hunger Games. And, and the, this guy goes, holy shit, it's Marco Polo. <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, it's him. It's Marco Polo. Uh, but we didn't do selfies back then. So, uh, but he was like, oh, everybody's going to be so excited. I met Marco Polo. <laughs> we didn't do selfies back then. It was fucking funny, though. It was crazy. Dude, I got fired one time for blowing an air horn at an old man. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was working at Georgia Fire <laughs> Southern Company. I was like their IT nerd, and they're like, "Oh yeah, man, it's gonna be like a temp, like perm job. You know, this is gonna be the thing." I'm like, "All right, cool." Like, you know, 18 months in, they're like, "Oh, never mind, yours gonna be a temp forever." So I was like, "My interest went really low, like, and I really yeah, for sure, and shit, you know." Yeah. So I had like that's drones. that whole corporate bullshit. Yeah, yeah. They, so they, I had, we like, got away from. Yeah, so like I had like drones in the shop. I was making people go by like remote control helicopters. <laughs> like we were flying over, getting in trouble. Like. 
Then we got an air horn, and it was like a funny thing for a few weeks where everybody would like tape it to your chair behind the door. <laughs> so when you sat down, it blow, you know, whatever. It was like a funny thing, like you know, there's videos yeah. of all of us like getting each other and all like the manager video and them getting me. I mean, it's funny, you know. Eight o'clock on Monday morning, I got it. We're waiting on our buddy coming. It's like our age, and this guy named Phil, dude. Phil's weird, bro. <laughs> Phil's real weird, bro. Phil's weird, and so, but he was always like picking on me, like called me a short timer because I was a temp and stuff, and I was like. You know, this kid's like, I mean, this guy's like got kids in his basement or something. It's strange. You know? <laughs> but, dude, here comes Phil Monday morning, man. He's got his coffee in his little briefcase, and he's just like strolling in. And I got this air horn tucked up under my knee. And we're waiting on my buddy Michael. And uh, Phil walked up. and He's like, nah, Phil's like, going to get it. Yeah, the guy's like, you won't, do, you won't get Phil. Dude, do not ever tell me that. Because, <laughs> like, I'll, I'll do it. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, I don't care. So I air horn him. He drops his coffee, his computer, swings at me. Like, I duck. You, oh know, what I mean? yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it was a whole big thing. Like I mean, he was. I was. I was in tears. Like that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like, the guy almost had a heart attack. I'm sorry. I'm sorry as shit. <laughs> so I went on and you got fired over there. Dude, so I went on about my day. Like man, like apparently while I was gone, because I had to go like to LJ or some crazy shit. And uh, while I was gone, he sent emails like through the roof. Demanding. Yeah, he'd been there for like 30 years or something. Uh, you know yeah, I mean? you were a goner for yeah, sure. So they called me like 2 o'clock and they're like, man, can you be back here at like 3 for me? I'm like, I'm like an hour away and I'll, oh no, it's at 4. And I was like, oh, God, Terry, I was like, are they, y'all really about to fire me over this? And he's like, no, nah, I wish you had me. I'm like, Terry, look, for real. Like, my kids got a baseball game that starts at five. Like, if y'all were going to fire me, I'll just I leave know. my Let's shit. Let's still do this. Bring the HR in. Yeah. yeah. Let like me I'll, know. I'll check out, and I'll leave as soon as I get back. I'm going to be there in an hour. I'll leave everything where it's at, and I'll leave. And that's all I left. Every The computer strode out at the office in LJ, and I left. And I was clocked yeah. out. Like, and I was dang, gone. Dude. And I slept all my stuff and walked away. And I was like, I don't even, you know. I wonder where Phil fired. is today. He's still working there. Still is has he really? PTSD yeah, from that air horn. <laughs> I guarantee it, man. man. He can't even go to a game now. Man, old, old man swung on me for real, and he was like, "It wouldn't be so funny if I'd hit you." I'm like, "Bro, I've been twice." As yeah, funny. it would have been man. so good. I would have got fired for a real fucking reason. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so yeah, man, like all that stuff. Yeah, I do not miss that. I went to the C suites yeah. at Floyd one time with half cornrows in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I know, just little ha- things it like was that. Like it was fun. Like I got my hair braided. Yeah. Like it was like Vikings. That's what I wanted, but it really yeah. just looked like Coolio or mm-hmm. something. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God. Yeah. It I had like some pink stripes. I mean, just the, the subtlest, best pink you've ever seen in someone's hair. And I was, you know, over the holidays and it was like everything. And like I said, I didn't work around any of my managers. So I was just on my own and lived in Austin. So it was it was fine. Um, but then it was like coming time where we had to do some like uh, holiday meeting, like everyone meet in Nashville or something like that. Um, and I was just so worried about that little bit of pink. Now I'm like, I'm gonna. This thing's about to be. Like, I, I mean, I don't want anything anymore. But yeah, yeah. they're just little things like that. I'm just so so grateful yeah. that I don't it's have like, to worry about. On a anymore. side, on a side note, everybody, Kool Aid goes in the jug, not in your hair. Right. So not okay, shit yeah, off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the, this Kool Aid hair coloring craze. Uh, it's uh, coming to your local Walmart near you. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, they, those people expect to be successful in corporate America somehow. I, yeah, I don't dude, understand. Yeah. Like, you can't. I mean, you're just you're just another number. <laughs> well, honestly, I, now I wouldn't hire anybody like that. I'm like, sure, <laughs> right. yeah, like, those are the but worst. damn it, I'll have it if I want it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, that's the point, right? Like, yeah, we can do what we want to. You know, like I, like I spent the weekend, you know, running water to my shop, and so like now I get to go down there and got a sink and 
work right in my garage, open the door, watch the traffic, you know. Mm -hmm. Here's the one thing that you're going to get to look forward to, too, as well as being a, being a new business owner, uh, you, the, the friend discount. Don't oh, yeah. Don't fucking Nobody give that gets shit. shit for free. I'll tell you if who that, does. Hey, let me tell you this. I'm going to tell you this, and I'm being dead honest with you. Uh -huh. If somebody is asking you for a discount, they're not your fucking friend. I agree with you on that. I agree. And nobody okay. has so far. Um, Richie, too, painted our truck. I mean, did a phenomenal job. It looks awesome. Did it as, as a friend, and we begged him, you know, hey, and I'll give Richie a taco. Sure. Um, and my Nana. Those yeah, are, yeah, those yeah. Are, I make my dad, my mom, everybody's <laughs> saying, you know, yeah. but yeah. Well, it's like, why have I got to be the one? Well, dude, like, why am I the good friend? Yeah, why can't exactly. you tip me yeah. more? Well, even, you know, this is costing me money, actually. Yeah. You know, yeah. even in the roofing business, you know, the one the one thing that a lot of roofing companies get away with is they'll pay people's deductibles. And dude, I that, I'll fucking go right on Facebook and be like, you will not. We don't do that. It's mm -hmm. it's a fucking felony. It's a it's insurance fraud. It's illegal. Yes. If I make my mom and dad pay their deductible, yeah, you're fucking right. You're That's paying what yours, I'm saying. Or I'm not doing yeah. it. You know, yeah, like, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna put an extra thousand dollars in my pocket and risk going to yeah. prison. But that I mean, comes with like, that comes with like maturity, though. Like yeah. maturity in like in in the mindset of a small business owner. I've had yeah. people that I know, uh, you know, talking about the buddy discount. I mean, I go out and we, I've checked their roof. We've got it approved. Like I've known these people forever, and they go, "Well, oh, I really need an estimate." Well, I just explained to you that we work straight off your estimate. The insurance company gives you the only thing you got to pay is your deductible. If your wood's rotten, you have to pay for that too. But we don't, we're not going to charge you more than what the insurance company is going to pay you. Uh, if they leave the items off, we have to supplement for it to get paid for it, but you don't pay for that. So, well, I really need an estimate. I mean, I just feel better about it. So they, what it is, is when they, 99.9.5% want an estimate so they can find somebody to do it cheaper and they can put money in their pocket. Well, you can't have a monetary gain from an insurance claim. Mm -hmm. It's not the way it works. So, and I've had people that I've been friends with, like forever, people that I've known forever. Um, you know, we get the roof approved and, and they give it to another company because they can put X amount of dollar. Family member, had a family member do it to mm -hmm. me, you know, so had to threaten to put a lien on a family member's house because they wanted to hold my final check. It was huh. about $3,800. Wow. It's like, guys, come on, man. Yeah, so mm -hmm. so the buddy discount don't you need when you get t-shirts made when high voltage does your t-shirts again mm -hmm. yeah uh, get on the front about vamos tacos on the back but hashtag nobody discounts <laughs> that's <laughs> what I'm thinking about doing our shirts next time so but uh but yeah does. yeah if you're if you, if somebody's your friend they won't ask you for a discount yeah and they have the people I've I've had so much support from people I I love and you know grew up with and hadn't seen in a long time and all this kind of stuff and. Nobody's asked for anything. They yeah. just they pay. They pay more. They want shirts. They want sure. hats. That's all. Awesome. They're supporting you. That's what it's about. Awesome. Yeah. That's what it's yeah. about. That's why I got you I mean, in here. Yeah. That's why I got you in here. I'm yeah. Trying to support yeah. what y'all are doing. So. Yeah, man, so yeah, man. So shout out the Mooch, man. The Mooch is a good. Community, oh my God! Man. I tell you, they are good. They are Rob, good. The Mooch is great. God's sure country. There's a there's a few sure it is. there's a few bad seeds. That's for sure. <laughs> sure it is. Sure, oh. it's a great place. And don't you worry. I <laughs> I'm keeping no tabs on the ones that haven't been out there yet. I know y'all know about my shit. Y'all yeah. get out here. And, you know how good it is. People have been telling you. <laughs> oh, y'all sorry, motherfuckers going to the freezer aisle over there at Sam's. Like, well, I can get a whole box of tacos. <laughs> yeah. for five dollars. I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, and I and it, I, I worked with a guy. Actually, I, I helped a guy I knew that he owned a bar. And that was the worst. Oh, man, oh, you going to make me pay the cover? You going to make me pay for all these beers for real? Yes. How do you expect this man to stay in business? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. What are you going to do? Get them for free at the gas station? Yeah. You know, these people don't ask for damn discounts when they go anywhere. They don't go to the the self-checkout line at Walmart and go, excuse me, yeah. uh, can I get a discount on all these groceries and shit? Well, no, you know the, I mean? the best thing, that, that's the analogy I used to use. They would, uh, I would tell them, uh, people when I owned my gym, people had the best excuses why they didn't pay or they hadn't paid or whatever. Uh, they're just saying, fuck, I just didn't pay it. So, um, but I would tell people like, uh, they said, well, we didn't use the gym. For, for we didn't use it for two months. I mean, why you gotta make? Why you gonna make us pay for two months? I'm like, did you go on vacation last year? Yeah. Did you call the bank, the mortgage company, and say, hey, we was on vacation for two weeks. We don't think we should have to pay for living in our own house for two weeks. Yeah. And they're like, that's well, no, one. that's stupid. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. <laughs> did you go to Kroger and buy groceries? And the ones you didn't eat, did you take them back up there that were spoiled and go, hey, can I get my money back on so we didn't eat these? Excuse me. Well, no, I'll that's, that's that. stupid. Yeah, exactly. You owe me money. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I don't know, man. I, it's crazy. Like, small businesses, I think, you know, the struggle is getting ahead of Amazon, the other big, huge things that are out there. You know, right. Like, yeah. How do you become more relevant to somebody than them? You know, well, like, and that's going to be on, like, it's really going to be on, like, the people, you know, the community, like, mm-hmm. the people, the the people have got to make right. a conscious switch. We like, did. I'll, yeah. go, I'll get my ass up. Yeah. Right. Go to town, drive 25, 30 minutes and go get it from so-and-so because it's going to be supporting them. And hell, we asked their business for money for our baseball team. To yes. Put on the oh, man. The guess, oh, field. you just wet, girl. Will you sponsor my team? <laughs> who's already at? I've had a Will couple, you but my I football team? I'm like, and it they got like that seven mean? kids that yeah. play seven different sports. Yeah. They all, you do one, you got to do them all. Yeah. So, and you, we will put your name on a T-shirt, like yeah, it was, it's like so small you can't even see what <laughs> yeah. it is. Sorry, my mom. Is that a kidney bean? Yeah. No, it's a taco. Can't you see it? <laughs> is that a kidney bean on there? <laughs> so the one thing we did when you were talking about too, like we started the podcast and then we we moved downtown. We got a studio and we work out of here. And everybody knows we have uh, we do links to our sponsors and we have promo codes and so you can go order from Duke Cannon and Kill Cliff. Uh, Rochester Fell and Jerky Cartel. Here we go. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I say Kill Cliff. Yes, I did say Kill Cliff. Uh, Raise Energy, Rep Sports, all those Wild things. Bill. Wild Bill Sodas. Uh, so so we're trying to do that. We're trying to sell everything. You're talking about the Amazon thing, staying ahead of that. I actually had a, a, a moment where I felt like, a, you know, and I got wholesale accounts with these companies, and I was going to order a bunch of product. I was about to just order all kinds of stuff. And then we were going to have it here in-house in the studio. But then that made it like, well, I really don't know if I'll, I'm no, I know for a fact I'm not working down here eight to five every day. I, don't, I know for a fact there'll be days I'll never even come down here. Um, but uh, you can't order all these supplies. So we, we're going to stick to working off the internet and doing sales off the internet uh, because the last thing I want is $1,500 worth of wonderful smelling soap and I don't have anything in my refrigerator to eat. So that's a hard sell at the house when I try to get people to eat uh yeah. Eat soap. Yeah, yeah. That's it's good for you. <laughs> It'll clean you out. Brittany is a vegan, so I mean, she basically yeah, I mean, she, eats she soap. Basically eats soap. <laughs> and vegetables. So, um, man, y'all listen. Y'all listen to the episode we did uh, about uh, the boogeyman, and uh, there's a story in there about I saw how, that. I about how uh, Brittany deconstructed her uh, Bojangles chicken biscuit and ate it, which was impressive and horrifying. All oh, in the same. God. So, it's yeah, good. I'll so, check that one out. But. Uh, what are your po- your pros and cons being a business owner right now? What what are you seeing? Dude, my biggest thing is uh like you get what you like you get what you earn. You what know, you put in it. Fifty thousand dollars 
you know, working for yourself is like a hundred. If you go make it for somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to make money for somebody else, like you're working twice as hard for somebody else. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and part of that is learning, uh, like learning how to manage it all right. Keeping up with your taxes, staying disciplined in that mm-hmm. stuff, making sure your spreadsheets are up to date and your receipts are filed and all that crap, because that's money on the table that these big corporations have entire departments to do. Yeah. You know, and we're trying to do it all ourselves. you know, um, the, you know, and I think that's the biggest, like, pro for me, that's the biggest draw to being self-employed, you know, whether it's deer or whatever, you know, there's a certain amount of money I want to make a month and there's a certain level of work I want to do a month, which everybody knows is as little as possible. You know, like, <laughs> I want to work as little as possible, make the most amount of money, right. you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go anywhere, I don't want to do anything, just let me stay at home, make money. So, you know, I think that, you know, you got to be able to set those expectations with yourself, with the business, with the customers and everything involved. Um but, you know, I think that's, you know, that's a big, that's a big, uh, important thing is defining your path. Like what does success look like? Right. Like, what are you going to do when you, what, what, what is success? You make $50,000 a year. All right, cool. What are you going to do to celebrate? Like you can't just skip over that. Right. Yeah. You can't just go, all right, 50, hundreds next. You know, it's just, you got to celebrate the little things. That's the same as those big corporations give you, you know, IT week and, you know, HR per- people week and stuff like that. You know, you got to mm-hmm. kind of treat yourself the same way, mm-hmm. you know? I love that part of it. You know, like I love getting all the fancy shit I want for myself and, <laughs> and yeah. getting to write it all off at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, the comment I think is the, the hardest part for me is, um, is learning like where to hire people. Right. When you get to that level of, of the next step, you know, what do you hire? You know, probably won't hire a tax number. So I got that. What I really need is like a business manager or social media. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. And people, you know, I think a lot of people don't see the value in those things, but it's like finding those people, fitting those, filling those spots to keep you successful, making money productive. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the balance, right? And how big do you want to get, right? Mm-hmm. Like some people don't want to do it. You know, I built websites for people that just don't don't embrace them, right? They think that they're like a news flyer that you put on the internet and don't don't fool with. And I've got, you know, one guy who took it, made it his, did six figures on a website that I built, you know, but he took it. I trained him on it. He took it over. He paid me what I asked him to. It was mm-hmm. Easy money to do, you know, easy business. And, you know, he took it, made six figures on it. So, yeah. you know, like, I don't know, I don't know what got me on that, but that's like the story no, yeah, of, like, yeah. of all that yeah. stuff. Um, of, uh, just I mean, that's the good, different mindset. That's, that's the good stuff to hear, mindset. too. And even with you saying that, you know, I'm a big proponent of social media and a big proponent of, uh, of, of having an up-to-date website that can do special things because that's where it's all going. That's where, I mean, of course, my generation is not not solely fixed on that. My dad's generation, man, he, it's word of mouth. They're not, they're, you know, you get nothing, but now it's like Google and you got, ra- you got, you know, what your rating is and then, you know, you got people yeah. leaving reviews and stuff like that. So. Yeah. It, that you got to be heavy in that, you yeah. know, Anna mm-hmm. with you, with, with your yeah. social I media. I haven't started my Yelp yet. I'm not, I'm not ready for all that. But, but I'm, I need I, but you me, can just do it on social media. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you something. When, when you, when you start paying people for other people to have an opportunity to come out and destroy what you built mm-hmm. to me, I think that's a waste of money. Like yeah. I'm, I'm okay. not on Google. I like I'm, that. I, like I, I know a company that pay, that spent a lot of money on Google to be the number one company. Uh, when you Googled it, I don't know if it was for a year or for how long, but it was a lot of money. And they had an employee doing some shady shit. And uh, those reviews went, didn't go to the employee that did the shady shit. Mm-hmm. The employee, the, those reviews went to my buddy's business. I'm about to sneeze. <laughs> I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. 
So they went to my buddy's reviews uh, in his business, and he's got like a had a three rating. Yeah. And well, if I, if somebody goes on to that specific company looking for somebody to do some work and sees that rating, well, they're gonna, well, you know, yeah, I'm not gonna use this guy because he's a three. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, uh, well, and, so, and he like, spent a lot of money for that. Like so Google I, and reviews and all that stuff is weaponized now. Like there's yeah. no doubt about it. So like, true. You can get, yeah, like, you can get a posse of people up and ruin somebody's mm-hmm. like, reputation. Yeah, like, I appreciate that because I, I you think know, about I'm that. thinking like, well, maybe I need to get that going and maybe I don't because, you know. Because I'm going to tell you right now, Facebook's going to put all those people out of business. Because okay. not, nothing's used more than Facebook. Yeah. You got your Yelp I'm, reviews and yeah, things I'm like on, that. I'm on Google, but like I don't pay for like ads or nothing. Yeah. But like I feel like getting started with anything, especially if you're going to charge top, like there's different levels. You know, mm-hmm. there's people that want to do it as a hobby, right, on the side. Yep. And there's people that want to make it a business, right? Mm-hmm. If you, when you do it at that level, it costs money. Sure. It costs money across the board. And some people just don't want to do it. Like right. They just want to stay in their little mm-hmm. lane, make their little money. Because once you jump <laughs> – I mean, it's, it's, you, you it's got assholes it. and elbows to a certain yeah. extent. When yeah. you, certain when you evolve, when you evolve to the next level, there's there's so much other stuff that comes with it. It's not just oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this next step. You got to have these other things. You got to maintain. You got. Yeah. It's just like you got to keep feeding your garden. So yeah. like we said earlier, yeah. you got to keep got to keep uh, putting the right things in it. No. You can grow tomatoes and they're good. When you yeah. put fertilizer in them, they're better. Uh-huh. They're bigger. You know. And if you're trying to sell them, you got to buy more fertilizer. Right. You got to have better topsoil, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. And you so, got to see it coming. Yeah. You guys, like you do, like when you plant a garden. Yeah, like you I said, know, tomatoes. Yeah, dude, I'm ready. I'm ready for tomato season. <laughs> dude, I'm trying to start like a like a co-op at my house, like where everybody can come grow gardens. Uh, you have a perfect like, spot. spot. Like, yeah, yeah dude. Backyard. That'd be great. That'd be cool. Yeah. But yeah, man, like the small business world is, is such a, like, man, it's hard, dude. Like it really yeah. is to do it all yourself. Like to be the creator. Like I had a guy, because I, I record music, right? That all came about because a guy said, "Hey, can y'all make a hit record? Can y'all make a record worth producing?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, I think I, I think I can manage that project." You know, it's ten thousand dollar project yeah. when we got done with the, the whole thing, the video, the production, the the whole thing out the door. And then like everybody else was like, "Oh man, that was awesome as shit." And it was like, "All right, we, we ain't gonna do that anymore." You know what <laughs> I mean? And so like I had already like because when I went through the divorce, the recording stuff, so what got me through there. So I'd already started buying that stuff up, mm-hmm. and like that's how we got the deal, but that didn't work out. So. Like you just gotta like you just gotta know that when I went through that, like you gotta find the management to go with it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got a great product, I had a great. I mean, it's a great product, and I needed to do about six more of those kind of project products, and then we would have been, you know, kind of on the front side of things. Yeah, and then it gets pulled out. But what do you do? You know, like everybody's like, oh, you want to want to be a rapper? You got a studio? I'm like, yeah, man, it's, like, it's a money maker. I wrote all that shit off. Now I got a spaceship to work out of to do my taxidermy bookkeeping. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you what just I mean? made. Like, a, I mean, you make your next move. Yeah. Whatever your move is, you. <laughs> We don't we don't try to move lateral when we do stuff. You know, uh-huh. you want to because yeah. your your brain's not wired to move lateral. Uh-huh. And your brain's not wired to dial it back. You know, you're trying to find the next move, and the next move is you know, yeah. is is forward and ahead and up. It's got to be. It ain't backwards or mm-hmm. it ain't side by side. I mean, so. you know, you build your life because like every year you're worth more money in mm-hmm. your field, right? Like, yeah. And so you build your yeah. life up to that level. You know, I got a six hundred dollar month car payment. I got a house, but yeah. I got this stuff that. If I went back, I mean, all that stuff's getting it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, I, so I think it's like a pride and a confidence thing too. It's like you, well, I this thing's awesome. I'm not, I'm not going backwards. You know, the whole community, the whole town, the whole state, the whole United States, they're looking at me to go forward. They're to go more. You don't just have one food truck. You that's, know, that's what you we talk about. Yeah. You just keep getting going. Just keep going. Another another trailer. Going. Yeah. Having different locations, having it set yeah. up. So yeah, it's. I mean, it's, that's, that's what it is. Here's a here's another key. Like this is a little skills tip, man. It's like. 
people undervalue data and they get offended by data. And like data is facts, not feelings, right? So like if yeah. you have a business, like I, I ran into this with two different small businesses I work for. I ain't gonna say them, but like they would hide numbers to pad the data. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like that won't ever work. No. And as soon as you see that, if you're if you're helping a small business or if you're involved in, if you see that's a red flag, like know that that ain't going to get better. You should check out as quick as you can. Yeah. As soon as you realize what's happening, yeah. you know, stop because that won't ever work. You know, so like if you, the more data you can harvest, that's why I push myself to a website because I know the more of that stuff I can push through, say, you know, say next year, you know, I take in a hundred heads and it's all documented on my website. I got all the accounting there. It's all there. And I'm like, man, I, I need to build like a big shop. I need a loan. I can go there and be like, Hey man, look, this is, yeah. like, this is what I did last year. You know, if you're worried about it and it ain't, it's not a sweat. It's not a stress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People, you know, people get caught up behind the eight ball because they're like, oh man, I need the shot, but I didn't plan nothing. Like, I mean, all this shit's in cash and I got, you know, checks yeah. deposited inconsistently and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and they fail. They just smith. That's know, true. I like that. You just got to do it fair all yeah. the way yeah. through. Always. Pay, Square, pay the man, all the things. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You're right. Okay. I like it. All the way through. Like, yeah, anything. Like, mm-hmm. you don't, you know, you don't pad it. You don't say you sold more tacos than you yeah. did. You say, this is how many I sold. Well, Here's how, you know, then you look at the stats. Well, here's when I sold the most. Here's when mm-hmm. I sold the least. We were dead here. You know, and you start analyzing that stuff and making your adjustments to make more money. Yeah. And that's important. Yeah. Like, As we're starting to hire important. people, we're already, um, we've already cut out breakfast. We're open Tuesday through Saturday, uh, 11 to 3, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We're at? 8 to 3, uh, Friday, Saturday, uh, 1709 Martha Berry Highway. There you go. <laughs> um, but uh, we've already cut out breakfast because we're starting to pay people to, to come help me with a truck and Sorry, but Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, breakfast just wasn't doing it. Sure. You know, and if I, and I'm going to be losing, that you yeah. Do that. So Friday, you're Saturdays, having buy, you're yeah. having to buy this stuff that you're not selling. It's going bad. It's just sitting there. It's just that's just lost money. Yeah. So things like that is already knowing, like you know, when to do what. And, right. and you to start not, looking. Yeah. You start looking at those eggs like like dollar bills instead of looking <laughs> at them like eggs. You Every have to. I have one ounce cups of salsa, and I'm like. That half a penny right there matters to me. Yeah. You know? I, and I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to dunk them. That's, that's you got to dunk them. That's the way to do it. Yeah, I'll that's give you two. Okay, next time I'll give you two right cups. Just ask for more. I don't charge for it. Just ask for more salsa. I'm sorry, but I won't give it to you, but you can ask for it. I'll it give. It's fair that you say that, though, because uh, my very first job I had was Chick-fil-A. And uh, and I'll still say this is probably the absolute best corporate America job I ever had. I mean, yeah. hands down, I made $5.15 an hour in high school. <laughs> Uh, but it still was the best run, best treated as far as employees got treated. It was the best experience in the workforce that I ever could have started off at. If anybody's young and looking for a job, I would push them to get a Chick-fil-A first. Cause you get, I think everybody needs to work in the cover, customer service industry. Yeah. Uh, and I think they need to see what good, man, good management looks like. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and, and you get all of that there. Um, but in saying what you're saying about that half a cent thing, uh, Chick-fil-A looked at things like that too. And so we were, we were sternly talked to, uh, in meetings as stern as they could be. Cause our manager was super nice. Uh, but every, every chicken nugget that we dropped in the floor or ate on the clock that wasn't our break, it was 25 cents, it's 25 cent nugget. And that was back in 92, wow. 1992. And, uh, I'm pretty sure I put us in the hole about 10 bucks every time I worked. <laughs> I'd because be popping those nuggets. Yeah, it was like so good. I, yeah, I'd always cook extra just so I could have some. Baby showers and wedding. Uh, you don't put me in there. The no. nuggets because they'll all be gone. They're like, do you want to work on boards? That's where you prepare the food. As like, you want to? Yeah, I want to work because I was hungry. I was like, I want to work on boards. Yes, but that's you have to look at. You have to monetize everything that you do. Everything, everything has a value to it. 
the money you spent uh, just like with you and all your equipment and digging your digging your ditch and getting your water out there, that's going to help you move to another level. When, yeah. you, when you're when you're monetizing the things that you're selling, that you're buying to get that return back in, that's going to get you to the next level. Whatever I'm doing right now, I have no idea, but I hope to God it gets me to the next <laughs> level. Um, you're moving, man. Yeah. You got to be, you know, you got to be consistent. That's the key, yeah. man. If you consistently apply pressure, something will shake. That's yeah. like the thing that I've kind of noticed. When you start looking, start hanging out with people with that energy, something will shake. Yeah. I know we talk about, and Brittany and I talk about this too, and, you know, and I enjoy doing a podcast and I enjoy it. I really do like it. Uh, but it's a, it, to me, I, it's a business to me, you know, eventually, hopefully one day this turns into something, uh, that, uh, that we can even be more proud of. Uh, we get, we got some pretty decent people in to very talk to content, here, yeah. here yeah, lately. So, but, uh, but Nia, I appreciate y'all's time and coming in on your day that yeah. you're off and on the day you're off, not doing anything, yeah. taking your time out to spend with me to talk about some uh, stuff. And hopefully some of this information we give, uh, you entrepreneurs out there, man, if you got a dream and if there's something that you want to do and you feel it's in your heart, uh, you got, and you got the finances to do it. Yeah. Uh, go do it. And yeah. when you do it, don't slow down on it. Don't yeah. stop. Don't sleep on it. Uh, stay strong and you surround keep, yourself with people smarter than yes, you. Yes. Keep feeding <laughs> your garden. You got to yeah. keep feeding your garden. So, yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, man. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoyed it. For yeah I'm going to yeah. get a review. I'll get you back in here uh, and uh, we'll get you back in here uh, six months down the road. We're going to talk all about right. it again. That's awesome. So. I have to say, though, it would not be fair for me to, to take all the credit without, you know, throwing Travis in there with me. He's yeah. my my boo thing he <laughs> I, I could not have done it i mean this is a like a 15 year dream and he has literally made i i had i don't know what a water pump is you know i don't know how to splice a three-pronged <laughs> electrical cord to make it four yeah i mean he has been amazing so i have to just i needed to throw that in there before we we sign off that's all part of your support yeah, system i got a yeah. great support system yep. It's yeah. important. It's the so important. Day one, my mom was in there. She was like, I don't know what the hell you're doing. You need to get a, keep, get a job, <laughs> keep your job. Like, what are you, what are you thinking? What's happening? And then day one at 6.15, we pulled up. She was right there. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's been awesome. Yeah. So, I can't That's huge I have, to have, have them there. My sister, too. So, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. All right. Everybody, that's going to do it for me. I appreciate it. Wait. Thank you all. Right. all. Have yeah. a good day. Thank Go you. sell some tacos. All right. <laughs> all, right. all right, later. Peace.